cop rolls up to Sydney's car yeah, in and the like, middle what of the. What are you doing? Sees sees the car on in the middle of the night in parking lot. <laughs> Ma'am, what are you doing? <laughs> Would you believe that I'm just recording a song? Yeah, I'm just like sitting there with a guitar. With a guitar, <laughs> you'd be like, uh huh. You sure you're not on something right oh now? Oh my gosh. Welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. My name is Paulina. And I'm your other host, Gerald. And this week, we have a very special guest. Very uh, first guest of the pod. Very first guest. Please welcome to the pod, Big Sid Energy. Big Sid Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> I like to think of anything probably like small energy, not big energy. I don't know. We like to hype our guests but... up, especially since you're the first oh, guest. Oh, thank yeah. you. So. Yes. Yeah. I'll take exactly. Yeah. So we do have a very special guest today. And so we'll be talking about a very interesting near and dear to her heart topic. But before that, we do want to give some quick music recs because we haven't done that in a second. So there's this band that like I think I had found a little while ago but they popped up on my TikTok and then I started listening to them again. I'm like I really want people to listen to them. Who is it? So they're called Crooked Kings. They are from Salt Lake City and they're kind of indie like SoCal vibes. They're very cool and I think they just came out with new music so go check them out. And then this one isn't even like a hot take but actually Sid you and I were talking about her. Megan Maroney. So I really think she's gonna be like the next Carrie Underwood or whatever. So she's country and she's really, really good. And Sid can vouch for her. You like her music too, right? Oh yeah, for sure. It's more like, it's not like a powerhouse, at least from the songs that I've heard, but yeah. her tone is just like so good. I feel like mm-hmm. it, it fits like a lot of settings. Do you have any music recs that you want to share with us? Young Mister. Like, yeah, The Pasadena the song. Yeah. They have a song called Pasadena that's really good. Honestly, anything from their like first main album is really good. Okay. Um, Young Mister. Yeah. We'll definitely check that one out. We do like the Pasadena song, so. Okay. I told you guys on Friday. Friday when I came home from work that there was like a random surprise and that sorry so this is gonna be a little more applicable to Gerald but <laughs> have you ever been to the Hollywood Bowl no I have not okay I don't yeah no I'm not sorry I had to think about it for a second well you're going in October <laughs> So I won concert tickets on the radio on no, Friday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on my way home. But it, this is like your 10th time to win. Yeah, this tickets. is like my millionth time. And I was wow. like, gonna tell you guys as soon as I came home. But then I was like, no, I'll just wait. So. Surprise on yeah, the Harry, podcast. Harry yeah, now who. So we're gonna be seeing um, Death Cab for Cutie oh. and the Postal Service. So actually the like lead singer for both of those bands. It's the same lead singer for both of those bands. Okay. So I don't exactly know how he's going to do it because he's, I guess, going to have to do two full sets. sets. Yeah. Interesting. What's the lead singer's name? I don't know. We'll have to look that up. What but was the second band you said? The Postal Service. Postal. I've never heard of that one. I'm sure you've heard of some of their songs, but like Death Cab's kind of like the old alt. Yeah. Alt. Anyways, it's supposed to be, it's going to be really good and it's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl. So yeah, and it's for venue. free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never gone, but. I was going to say, have you been? <laughs> yeah. So you'll have to come cool back. Pictures. Yeah. So that was the surprise. Surprise. Are you surprised? I well, not entirely because we have a whole episode about how to win. <laughs> 
when we have uh, a whole formula for it concert tickets yeah yes you teach me we do have to teach you yeah <laughs> give you all the tips and gonna tricks gonna call into all the colorado radio stations now honestly you probably should because like the amount of times we've gone to concerts for free yeah. now it's we have it down to a science Ooh, okay do yeah. we or is it how just many luck? how many times have you won now it's been a minute it's been a yeah lot. i think yeah. you passed the luck phase like it's been so many times now that it's like okay it's not luck anymore yeah yeah you gotta listen at the non-peak hours because it was like right before rush hour so i technically should have been at work but i wasn't <laughs> dipped out a little early i dipped out a little early so okay Anyways, let's get into today's topic. So the reason that we have Sydney on this episode is because Sid actually used to cover music in her YouTube channel and she got really big with a couple of her songs. And so we wanted to talk about kind of like covering music, how did it start? And then we'll go into some of like the specific questions that we have for Sydney. Sounds good? Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Okay, so Gerald, we know you like the fast facts, so give us the facts. Fast facts. All right, well, facts about covers and cover songs. First question I have is, when did people start covering music? Any guesses? Forever ago? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you, like the second music was a thing, you probably could have covered. I would think so. There was like a specific date, I'm guessing. Well, so honestly, I couldn't really find a specific date. So, so yes and no. My guess is yes, when music did start coming out, I'm sure people started covering it right it probably away. probably started with hymns, right? And stuff like at church, I would guess. I mean, in some I ways... I that would be a cover. But. Yeah, I was thinking about that with like symphonies. Like if a different symphony plays yeah. something from Beethoven or Bach. Is that a cover? Oh, that's a good question. Deep question. I feel like it is. If they have a different take, yeah, but if they're just like playing the music, then, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like if you're just playing, if I like did a cover of a song and I did it the exact same way that the original person did it, like it's still a cover. Even. That's true. So I don't know. I feel like a symphony would count. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, you can continue telling us about the facts. Well, yeah. So at least kind of in the US, there was a big boom in cover music in the 1950s. It wasn't really a great time. It was kind of an attempt by big record companies and corporations to reach wider audiences by like recreating or reproducing songs to reach a broader audience. And in the US at this time, obviously segregation was going on. So mm -hmm. it was a pretty common thing that they would take songs from black artists and have a white artist re-record over them. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's how Elvis came to be. Yeah, I mean, Elvis really? is kind I of a big much, example. Yeah. A lot of his music, I mean, if he didn't specifically take it from a black artist, it was at least inspired by his upbringing and like black gospel churches and stuff. Right. So yeah, there are some definitely some negative side effects from that. A lot of times the artists weren't credited with their songs and stuff like that. But that kind of blew into what we know nowadays of like cover genres, people completely covering and like even reinterpreting songs. Yeah, there's been some weird covers. Like whenever I was researching this episode, actually the Postal Service, the band that we're going to see, had a cover by, have you guys heard of the band Iron and Wine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like folky and the Postal Service is, think about like Passion Pit type, like indie pop. Okay. And the cover was like so different and I liked the original song and then I heard the cover, I was like, huh, I wouldn't have pictured it in that vibe. So I kind of like that about covers. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to cover is what is the difference between a cover and a sample? Do you happen to know, Sydney? I didn't know this I didn't beforehand. Either. Wait, a sample? Have I you ever heard? 
heard of a sample? Not really. Not in music sense. Oh, I think okay. of it as just like a teaser for a song or something. You know, like a short, just a shorter version of something. Yeah. So I had heard of the term sampling before, but I didn't. I didn't know what it was, and I only heard of that term like. I think I probably told you honestly. You probably mentioned it to me. Yeah, and then I read it again when I was like prepping for this episode. But a cover, it's basically the use of pre-existing material, and like you can reinterpret it. But basically, the composition is the same, just like a new recording mm-hmm. of it. A sample is a whole recontextualization. There you go. <laughs> Big words um, of the sounds to basically kind of morph it and change it into its own new thing but like with the old sound like for example they do it a lot in hip-hop but i think like jason derulo had a song that was sampled was what to say yes yes what to say yeah that's the one yeah i think i get I get what you're meaning. So the part yeah. that was like, mm, what you say, was from he, another song, right? Yeah. Yeah, I forget. What, I don't know what the original song was. Anyway, so that would be an example of a sample. Okay. Mm-hmm. Versus covers. You're very There's, familiar with them. I'd say Jay-Z with Young Forever. Right, yeah. I'd count that as a sample from Alphaville's Forever Young. Wait, so that's the original one? Mm-hmm. Alphaville? I believe so. Okay. A few others. Can't name them off the top of my head, but... Anyways, that's kind of like the big difference between a sample and a cover. Yeah. So we did find like a lot of covers that now we believe are more famous than the original. And there were some that I didn't even realize were covers. I thought that that was the original. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Do you know of any? Actually, yeah. Do you know of any? Can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know there are so many songs that I like. I love this song. And then Mm -hmm. my mom or my dad will be like, this this is is like an older song from some other band. Yeah. And I'm always just like super surprised because I'm like, it sounds just like an original to this. Right. Yeah. That's funny. I think you'll definitely be surprised by some of the ones that we talk about because we definitely were. Yeah, some of these I didn't even realize were covers, to be honest. I thought the person I know it as was the original artist. Yeah. So do you want to start it off, Gerald, with because this was your top? Yeah, so I guess this is kind of the song that I initially thought of when we were prepping this one. But it's Hallelujah, uh, originally written by Leonard Cohen. Mm. But the, in my opinion, the most famous version, I think most people's, the one they think of was performed by Jeff Buckley. You know kind of how it goes? I think. I don't know. I don't want to sing it. I don't want to sing it. We're we're talking about like Hallelujah from Shrek. Yes. (laughs) They do sing it in Shrek. They sing it in Shrek? Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of the sad song. It is a sad song in Shrek. He's like walking back. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Princess Fiona like lets him go or whatever. And like. Yeah. It's like right at that time. Yeah. yeah. How you don't remember this is beyond me. (laughs) Because when I think of a song from Shrek, I think of the little. (laughs) 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 That is a good one. But no, the. Oh, the All Star song. Oh, well, that's like, a, hey now. The, yeah. Know, yeah. That's another group. No, of? the and don't forget to wipe your face. The, the gingerbread <laughs> one. The little dolls when oh he gets in the city and it's like the puppet show thing going on. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not Hallelujah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh. I don't know why. That's that's the song that always comes to my mind. 
Okay. Well, anyways, that was the first one that you thought about. That was yeah. like. So, okay. This one blew my mind. Did you know that Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You is a cover? Okay. Someone did tell me that recently, actually. and But I, I didn't know that when I first heard the song. Yeah. But I have heard that recently. I don't know who the original is. Dolly Parton. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Yeah. I remember it was someone that I like didn't expect. Yeah. But I've never heard her version. Of so, her. I've never heard her version. And apparently, Elvis wanted to cover the track at one point but he wanted like half of the publishing rights and so she was like no i'm not gonna do that Mm -hmm. and then whitney ended up covering it for a movie called the bodyguard Mm. and it just like blew up and i just always thought it was a whitney houston song same i never knew it was was dolly parton yeah wait so okay so if an edm artist does a remix like kygo Uh he like did a remix of that song does that count as sampling yeah i feel like that would be sampling sampling. okay yeah right because I guess EDM artists probably sample all the time. Yeah. So they're probably the ones that I are most like notorious for doing it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he also has like higher love. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. Exactly. Okay. Then there was another one that it's the soft cell cover of Tainted Love. And it's originally by Gloria Jones. Do you know what Tainted Love is? Yeah. Is I know. The, yeah. <laughs> then mm, Killing Me Softly love. by the Fugees. Is that how you pronounce it? Fugees? I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, the original is by Lori Lieberman. So if you want to go to the next one, because I know you were kind of excited. Yeah, this one, one, again, I did not know that Cindy Lauper was just a cover of this. She's not the original artist. Girls just want to have fun. Oh, then who's the original? The original. It's by a dude. Yeah. But- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that? Weird. I feel like it just fits Cindy so like perfectly. I don't know. It's a guy named Robert Hazard. Yeah. No, like I've never heard of him. Who would have thought that? Yeah. Yeah. Then the next one is: Have you heard of the band No Doubt? Yeah, I have. The song "It's My Life" wasn't by them originally. It's by some band called like Talk Talk. Oh no. Yeah. That's Gwen Stefani, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Gwen Stefani, No Doubt. And then this one was the one that I think Gerald and I were most shocked by. Well, so I actually. I feel like I knew this one was a cover. I just always forget it. I don't think I knew it was a cover. But every every time you think of this song, you think of Aretha Franklin. Exactly. R-E-S-P-C-T. <laughs> so that's a cover. The original is by Otis Redding. And mm-hmm. I think we've talked about him on the podcast. We've mentioned him a few times. Say, yeah, I've definitely heard him before. I don't know what else he's done, but it just that song is very Aretha Franklin. Okay, this next one, I feel like you probably like the song, but you know the song Valerie? Yeah, I love it by not, Amy Winehouse. So it's not by her. <laughs> somebody else. Yeah, so it's by the Zootons. I have no idea who they are, but okay. like I feel like Amy Winehouse probably did a No, I love, love that song. Right? Like I've almost done a cover of that one before. I mean, I've done a cover before Before. yeah for my mom because i almost used it as auditioning for something before what yeah so i that's a good song it's a but i didn't know that i definitely thought that was her that yeah it wasn't a cover original song yeah so apparently it's her and mark ronson i think he's like a pretty famous okay yeah he is yeah yeah yeah. and then the last one that i had this one i think is probably the best so there's a song called hurt and it's originally by nine inch nails but the johnny cash cover is really good Mm -hmm. like when i in the video too goes perfectly for it apparently his i think johnny cash's wife had died 
cried semi recently and the song is like very emotional so when you hear it and then look at the music video it's very good his cover is really good but i've never heard the original nine inch nail songs neither have i to be honest i kind of feel like it'd be very heavy and not fit the vibe of the song i don't think i could hear it any other way yeah for sure now moving on so we did have a bunch of questions for you in regards to covers so the first one was what made you start doing covers i think the biggest thing was just i was so interested in music and that my brother was so much older than me so that Mm -hmm. was kind of like just my thing I did on my own aside from when I was super involved in soccer but I Mm -hmm. like always wanted more of a creative outlet Mm -hmm. so it was like my way of expressing myself kind of yeah I would say that was like the biggest thing honestly just like a way to express myself I like that. I do want you to kind of talk through the process for like learning the covers because I know at least like when you and I lived together, it was kind of like a big process that you went through. It took me so long. I don't know if like (laughs) other people would realize that. And other people, like if you watch their covers, I'm sure they have it down to a science or Mm -hmm. like they have other people helping in the background. There's so many things you don't see behind the scenes kind of thing. Right. And I think it's always like looked different in every stage that I did covers. But yeah, like sometimes, I'm literally filming a cover 30 times over because I want like what well, I want so many takes well I'm also just like my own worst critic yeah mm-hmm. so I would hit one note wrong or hit the guitar string incorrectly and then I'd be like oh I have to start the whole cover all over again Dang. so I would like I personally just kind of mentally being a little bit of a perfectionist at that time yeah I you'd would be do nitpicking it. yourself yeah I would do it like 30 times over and over again so, so did you do it start to longest. finish all in one take I guess per se yeah that every time I did that, that well unless I messed up then I would yeah. I would start all the way back over at the beginning of the song oh wow but yeah any of my recordings are all the one full, take yeah one take that I actually like oh my <laughs> god yeah and I guess with this you weren't just like doing vocal covers you were doing like instrument you had to yeah, I do did. two parts it was always like guitar keyboard and then I played the ukulele for like one of my songs or something Thing, but I always did like the bare minimum chords basically so that mm-hmm. I could have some type of instrumental but not have to spend the time to fully learn out a whole song because I mean that can take that forever would, yeah take even so much more time and I just my skill level as far as like playing instruments mm-hmm. wasn't at that level so I was like okay I just need enough to where the instrumental sounds good with my voice kind of thing so how would you like pick out what songs you wanted to cover yeah so that I always think that's an interesting question because sometimes it was songs that I just like genuinely liked at the time which Mm -hmm. yeah so that made it a lot easier or like a song that I resonated with but honestly when I first started YouTube I kind of figured out like a rhythm of what at the time what YouTube did to get your videos higher up okay Mm -hmm. and so I specifically would do songs that I knew would get my videos higher up so like this might sound insane but like (laughs) uh, when a new song came out so Mm -hmm. like now we have new music Friday so say like a new song drop Thursday night at midnight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your goal was you had to be one of the very first covers on YouTube of that song and then they would push your video higher up oh wow yeah so sometimes literally that's one of the reasons I love new music Friday so much because I just would do this all the time growing up but when a new song dropped Uh I literally would stay up at midnight listen to it for like an hour or two straight oh my god just to memorize all the lyrics and then Mm -hmm. the next morning I'd wake up and do a cover of it so that 
I could try to post the video all within like 24 hours of the song being released. So would people post, I guess, other people on YouTube that quickly too? Yeah, other people would too. It's wow. wild. And what? Because people would start to get the science of it. Like, they would kind of figure out that formula. Oh. And so then everyone would rush. Because basically, if you posted within the first 24 hours of a song being released, yeah. that usually helped your video a lot. So everyone huh. kind of went out with that goal, and you just, like, tried to be the first one to release a cover. So then, for me, that sometimes would impact the quality of it. Because yeah. I'm like, I literally just learned this song, and I, like, yeah. you know, the good guitar chords aren't even out yet so i'm like trying to, to do make... that by ear to figure it out oh wow like there's so many random things and some people were very good musicians so mm -hmm. they can pick it up really quickly and i was i'm just like in middle school like yeah <laughs> like this little kid just trying to learn super late at night so yeah i feel like that definitely like impacted the quality of my stuff when i first was starting out but obviously as you get more of a following you don't have you don't to, have to like, do it as much yeah it doesn't matter quite as much if you don't post in the first 24 hours because then your following just kind of like carries you along anyways. that's kind of intense though so for those early ones were you kind of having to like not make up the chords but like kind of make your own oh no i totally did sometimes because i i didn't know how to play bar chords on the guitar mm -hmm. i only knew just like very basic chords and some songs would require a bar chord mm -hmm. and so i literally would just make up something and try to make it sound like the song or yeah. i would change i would change my vocals to like match oh. what I can play on guitar oh. without changing the song like too much. Gosh. So would you say that that was kind of a way that you put your own style into it? Yeah, it definitely helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And on YouTube too, honestly that's helpful for covers sometimes because you don't want yeah. like, you don't always want an exact replica of somebody else's song. Right. So yeah, it kind of helps you like put your own twist on it so people know what you would sound like as an artist. Mm -hmm. What are other ways that you kind of like brought Sydney into, for example, like a Maroon 5 song or yeah I think a lot of times well I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing I think it's also just because I really only had acoustic mm -hmm. instruments and so a lot of times I would take a more upbeat song and strip it down okay so I feel like it was a lot slower to than like what down. the original would be yeah so huh. like a Maroon 5 song or something yeah so I feel like that kind of gave like more of my like your just style like chill music vibe I yeah. Guess. yeah like relax basically like a study version of this like what you'd study too like yeah, cramming not, for a test or something but not like put you to sleep you well know? no 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 <laughs> But yes, yeah, it was I the meant. original ASMR, but we Oh my covers. gosh. No, I wasn't. <laughs> 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 But That's yeah, so definitely funny. more chill than just pop music would be because I didn't have all those yeah. instruments to be able to play. What genre of music did you find yourself covering most, I That's guess? That's a good question. So I don't know what is, I don't know if you know this, but like what is Valerie, the song Valerie, like what does that count as? Because honestly, I feel like that is a lot like of bluesy music. Like bluesy R&B? Yeah, I no it idea. is. A, well, so, so that is, yeah, I would do a lot of R&B actually. So mm -hmm. maybe it is kind of like bluesy R&B. Yeah, I would say those are the main ones usually okay so i do have to ask just out of curiosity but where did you get like the best sounding videos where would you record yeah that's a good question so because <laughs> i mean i know like we were roommates and I... we did not have we had pretty thin walls yeah <laughs> where did you do i it? know the answer to this well what? honestly there's a few different places i would say so obviously 
the bathroom has good acoustics normally. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of my videos from college I did in the bathroom, though, because I, I don't know. I had a small bathroom, <laughs> so it was kind of weird. But I would go in our closet a lot. Well, our my closet. Like, <laughs> so it actually did my closet. <laughs> yeah, did you, did you test each of the roommates' closets yeah, exactly, to see which... Yeah, exactly. That's exactly How no, you come home and you're like, Sydney, get out of the bathroom. <laughs> But no, I feel like because I would just be singing to a camera and so my voice would kind of get lost if I was just singing to my whole room or if the doors were open, like things like that. Yeah. Whereas if I were in the closet, it was more confined and so it had like a little bit of an echoiness that like added almost a background sound to the video okay. on mm -hmm. top of my normal voice. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I usually did it in somewhere that had a little bit of an echo or like the closet or something like that. Yeah. I figured that was kind of like a... I didn't know if you ever tried to use any of the music rooms at school because I probably would have tried oh. and just been like, okay, maybe I'll get in, get a music major to swipe you in or yeah. something. Oh, yeah, I probably should have. I, yeah, I always just did it yeah. in our apartment. Or I did it in my car. I was going to say, if times. I remember, you did yeah, a couple in like, your car, wait, didn't I you? No, I specifically remember one because I remembered like one of my roommates is still asleep. And so I was like... I'm just gonna go like drive to a parking lot. And I filmed one in my car. Yeah, you're oh right. Because I was like, I have to get it in this 24 hour window. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna like go. Did it work? In my car. Did it sound okay? Yeah, no, like honestly, I think your car has good acoustics a lot of times. Cop rolls up to Sydney's car yeah, in the like, middle of the. What are you doing? Sees, sees the car on in the middle of the night in parking lot. <laughs> Ma'am, what are you doing? <laughs> Would you believe that I'm just recording a song? Yeah, I'm just like sitting there with a guitar. With a guitar. He'd be like, uh-huh. You sure you're not on something right oh now? Oh my gosh. Okay, so the next question is, was there any piece of equipment that you used that was helpful during your recording process? Or was there any equipment that you would have wanted to use? Yeah, so I, like midway through, my mom got me a recording mic. Okay. So she did have a recording mic for a little bit and I would put that audio into GarageBand mm -hmm. instead of going off of the camera audio uh, but honestly okay. it just added a lot more work to creating the videos and i didn't feel like the sound was good enough to suffice like the or to validate like the amount of extra work i was having to do mm, yeah. so i think i literally only have like two videos that are actually using that mic okay all the other ones it's just like the camera sound but yeah i would say that was like, one of the main things i think if i had figured out how to do it better or like how to mesh it better with garage band mm -hmm. then maybe Maybe it would have helped a lot, but yeah. I just never really got there. Would you have used anything else that you didn't already have? Even um, like other instruments or stuff like Oh yeah, that? I definitely would have used other instruments. Yeah, it's kind of just the time piece. I was like almost trying to do so many little things that I wasn't amazing at any of them. And so I was like, well, if I just add in more instruments, I'm just gonna... It's gonna get kind of more... It's gonna get a little worse, maybe. I don't know. So I almost thought maybe I needed someone else to do the instrument and then I would just sing. Yeah. Oh, that could have been cool. Like yeah. a do but I guess. Like, yeah. So of all like the covers you've done, do you have like a favorite or anything? Favorite wise, I definitely have favorites for different reasons. What are they? Vocally, mm -hmm. my favorite one, it's Bruises by Louis Capaldi. Okay. Okay. Because 
I feel song. like vocally that like showed more of my range mm-hmm. and yeah, so I just liked that aspect of it. Honestly, the cage the elephant one. You did a cage the elephant one? I, think, I don't think I knew that. Which one? Yeah, I did it because I did it when I lived in, when I was interning in North Dakota. Uh-huh. I forgot. Or wait, no. Wait, Cigarette Daydream? Yeah, that's cage the elephant. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Wait, okay. It's when I, yeah. Wait, I feel like I remember that. That was good. Yeah, it was that cover. I liked, so that one I liked more the guitar aspect because I did mm-hmm. try to learn like new chords for that one. And that one I didn't have like a 24 hour window that I was like rushing to cram for. So I feel like I had more time to focus on the guitar part. Plus it's a really good song. Yeah, mm-hmm. also it is just a really good song. So yeah, I liked that cover too probably. Okay. What do you think was your best cover? So not necessarily your favorite. Okay, so maybe. Other well, than the Lewis Capaldi one. Yeah, yeah, well I would say that I think that was my best one. I think vocally. Which one got like the biggest reach? So I think the biggest reach was the AJR one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what song did you cover? A week. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, oh, I don't know. I, it's been a while. Yeah. That like, honestly, that's been like, mm-hmm. what? It's like eight years now or something. But yeah, week by AJR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my biggest reach. So I guess while we're on that one, do you yeah. want to explain everything that happened with that cover? Like, yeah. like what happened to you with that? Yeah. So with that cover, MTV like had this. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a show, like a mini like show series that they were doing where essentially they would have an artist go out and like find a cover of their song they really liked and then you would get to do like an interview with the artist and they would listen to your cover and then you would interview with them and ask them questions and they would ask you questions about you know why you did the cover the way you did and they God, like, that's nerve-wracking give you yeah. feedback and stuff I mean it was really a positive experience like mm-hmm. for the most part I mean they're picking a cover that they really like so yeah. like, you know that if they pick you then then they liked it yeah at least it was like positive they didn't like yeah was it scary or anything though talking to them no not really honestly it was a really weird story of talking to them so or yeah i guess i never really said but like yeah so alluding to that so Mm -hmm. essentially they picked my cover for this mtv thing and then i got to do an interview with ajr but while they're like watching my cover and Wait, this was, they were watching it while you were in Yeah, so basically they would, like, MTV would call you and you you join, like, a call with them, like, a video chat with them. And they're watching your video. Oh my god. Yeah, and then at the end (laughs) of the video, they will, like, ask you different questions. But they're, like, critique, well, not critiquing, but they're, like, making comments while they're watching your video. They're like, ooh, I loved that part. Or like, wow, that's awesome. You know, they just... Yeah, Yeah, we're like talking through it. I feel like my heart would be pounding during that. (laughs) But yeah, honestly, it was a really weird situation because that was, I got contacted by MTV to do that interview and the turnaround was super short. So like hardly had any notice. It was like a few days or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we were in the Dominican Republic because we had gone there after graduation Uh Mm -hmm. for a week. And that's when I got the call to do it. But like we were on a different time zone. The (laughs) the service we had was terrible. Oh my gosh. In the middle, like of nowhere a little bit. And so, yeah, and the lighting was terrible in the video. <laughs> it was so bad. And so the lady actually had me, like, refilm it when I moved to Later Denver. On. Yeah, oh, wow. Because the visual part of it was so bad because we had, like, no light. And they, <laughs> they were like, like, ma'am, where are you? Yeah. Well, they were, like, very, very faint lights. And then I was doing this towards nighttime because the time zone is so different <laughs> from the West Coast. And it oh, was God. just, like, a really weird scenario. But it was, like, a fun experience and cool just to, like, interview with them. 
them. And I actually met them when they came for a concert. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. I signed up to like volunteer for their the concert. concert. Yeah. You get to meet them. Yeah, and I... And then it was like a few years later that MTV called me to do that whole thing. Did do you think they recognized you? No, I don't think so. I feel like I looked a lot different. Did you tell them that you had met them already? So I did say that to one of, oh, like, yeah, when we were on the call, but I mean, MTV didn't include that in the <laughs> part. I mean, they like cut out different things. Yeah. 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 Just like we will. Just kidding. <laughs> That's still like a cool experience though. Oh yeah. It was really cool. Did they yeah. keep, do you know if MTV kept that show up? So I did see a few different series. They did it for at least six shows because I would watch other people's covers. Yeah. I was like, wait, I want to see like how this goes. Yeah. So I know they did a few at least. I, I don't think it's like a thing today, but. Mm-hmm. I have to ask, was the lead singer? wearing his little weird hat he like, was oh my god <laughs> no i don't know i guess that's just like a staple yeah thing now, yeah but, and i feel like they're a lot more popular now which yeah is cool. yeah they've I definitely blown like, up yeah i really like their music still awesome. i mean week was probably one of their like first big big songs right yeah, oh, yeah. well so they had it they did like some spongebob song yeah that's I'm like ready. what yeah that's but, like what first made them popular then i feel like they had a big gap and then week was the song that kind of catapulted to them into like Back the into, music that they're making now yeah oh, yeah okay so yeah i would agree with yeah because i'm ready is the first that i heard of them as well i yeah. believe so just kind of going back to the youtube thing do you have like any good recommendations for people that are you know cover artists or kind of want to get their start in youtube doing that or just in other i mean especially now tiktok is blowing up too like mm-hmm. what would you recommend for someone wanting to do this I wouldn't forget, like, obviously the music aspect is really important, Mm -hmm. but honestly, like, people are such visual people that, like, I think your visual and your audio, well, obviously your audio, but, like, those things still need to be very visually appealing in your video. Sometimes I felt like my videos were, like, kind of blurry or, Mm -hmm. I don't know, there's just, like, all the little details are kind of important, but also at the same time, like, don't have that keep you from making a video. Yeah. Because I think sometimes if we're like too nitpicky or try to be too perfect with it like me doing so many takes of a song like then it kind of burns you out to some degree too so you kind of have to find a balance between all of those things I f- feel like the main thing is just putting your own spin on it mm-hmm. like what is how is someone gonna remember it or like what are you gonna do that makes someone actually remember your video versus the hundreds of other covers of that song out there right do you think you would ever go back to doing covers again maybe I mean I sing at my church now yeah I kind of feel like that is to some degree that's all covers Mm -hmm. of songs that we're doing so yeah I don't know I feel like that's like where God has me now and I don't feel like I need to do covers or like feel drawn to do covers again but I don't know sometimes I still like if I have free time I get the urge to be like oh I should like just learn this song on piano and yeah it or something kind of just for fun yeah. yeah so i guess do you want to throw out like where people can follow you on your youtube and stuff if they are curious to see some of your old covers where can people find more of yeah. big sid energy this oh is, my gosh <laughs> this is gonna sound bad but i like don't even know if i totally remember my handle okay for youtube but i think it's sydney marie 85 okay sydney marie 85 go find her we'll link it in the info down below yeah but yeah i mean the videos are so old they're all from middle school and then there's a few from middle school high school and there's a few from college college. yeah okay well with that do you have anything else that you want to kind of close out with i think covers are cool just because literally anybody can cover 
cover a song and you could make it i mean somebody else could cover like a whitney houston song and you know oh god that would be hard well yeah that would be really hard but <laughs> way to pick know, one of the hardest pick the hardest, hardest one you could do but i just mean like anyone can put their own spin on a song so it's cool to kind of see like how people remake stuff and it can be just as popular if not yeah. more popular i wonder like we should also look into artists that have just blown up from like starting from covers yeah that's true too actually sorry throwing this out there really quick mm-hmm. the ajr actually they sing location by khalid oh really or, and i love their cover of location it's so good i think it's it might even be like a spotify original you know like the little oh yeah series things they do heard their cover i don't think i've heard that at all Where it's ha- it's really good just because we're talking about ajr I yeah was like, That's we'll good. add it to the list and then at some point like honestly gerald and i didn't even scratch the surface on covers that are more famous than the original so we might have to do a part two because we know you angry listeners are gonna roast us in the comments so (laughs) for all the ones we missed yeah send us your favorite covers of songs we'd love to hear them there's plenty that we know of that good covers but not necessarily more famous than the original right so send us both ones that you think are more famous than the original and your favorites and where can they do that you can do that at our email at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com and you can also uh, message us via instagram or tiktok instagram at educate.your.earbuds.pod or tiktok at educate.your.earbuds and then make sure to rate us five stars because you know we we deserve it and if you give us anything less we're gonna come after you we'll send big sid energy after you <laughs> she's gonna be our like security i don't like. know where this big sid came from but it's like big sir or something. uh if you guys can't tell like we were skiing all day so we're exhausted and we might sound a little delirious and with that that's all i got yeah you want to send us off yeah thanks for having me Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye.